1: This is the Tribune Audio Network. At night, you really can't see a house. You can't see anything but woods.
0: Off Broken Road in Stoneville, more than 30 miles away from the Short family home. And about six minutes off US 220 in Rockingham County. Lisa Albert Vaughn points out the home on the property once belonging to her father.
1: My dad owned it probably over 35 years. He actually built the house. It was a small pack house and he actually redone it piece by piece and the fireplace was built. Um, He took the stones out of the creek and built that piece by piece. So he actually done it all himself.
0: There's a few houses, but not many. Most are set back from the road and it's quiet. This
1: road knows everybody.
0: Lisa tells me it's rare that anyone who doesn't live nearby drives through.
1: Because this is really a remote location that you just wouldn't show up here. You wouldn't think coming from Virginia because there's other exits before you get to this exit. So why would you choose this location?
0: It's a question that's always bothered her. But 17 years ago, someone did choose this location. It was here that Lisa watched as
1: the property quickly became a crime scene. If you've never held a human skull or a child's hair in your hands, it's, it, it, it breaks your heart. It, it takes away something from you. It takes an innocence away that you can never imagine.
0: I'm FOX 8's Tess Barjabur, and this is Who Killed Jennifer Short.
1: Although she's watched officers search her family property for the past week, Lisa Albert still doesn't quite know what to make of it. I can remember it like it was yesterday.
0: In the days leading up to September 25th, Lisa remembers her 20-year-old son mowing his grandfather's yard at the Grogan Road home
1: when he found a child's tennis shoe. He didn't really think anything about it because he always found items that the dogs had drug up. And a few days later, he had threw away what he assumed to be a wig. Just days before, Lisa
0: was washing her car when she made a discovery of her own a set of teeth near the
1: end of the driveway. And my dad was like, oh, it's probably just animals because there's uh, deer and rabbits and squirrels and all kinds of animals here. And dad was like, don't worry about it.
0: She says neither find struck them as anything out of the ordinary and the family believed all they found was trash from the creek and maybe the remains of small animals nearby. It wasn't until one of the family dogs was playing with what appeared to be a turtle shell that Lisa's father realized something wasn't right. He
1: called over a friend in law enforcement to take a look. Well, he said, I'm afraid that's not a turtle shell, it's a skull. And then we realized we wasn't sure about that wig. In old
0: footage from the crime scene, you can see Lisa sitting with the family dog, Blue, near the pond or standing beside investigators while they discuss the search. She says those
1: days she was still in disbelief. We just hope that they can just find out who this is and settle some closure for someone, whoever it may be.
0: Lisa remembers watching authorities drain the pond on her father's land and search for evidence nearby. They even put a tracker on the dog to get a better idea of where he would go on the property and how he got to the remains. Over in this area right here that's kind of grown up a little bit, uh, the creek area was being searched. We had Kadava dogs and all kinds of support out here. We had had officers and deputies and police officers all over Henry County, Rockingham County, uh, State Police. Investigators all working through this area here, uh, just basically combing through the area to see if there's any evidentiary remains that they could go off
1: of. But, But like I said, I remember to the right here-
0: That's Rockingham County Sheriff Sam Page. He remembers that dive teams and other crews were combing the entire area, wading through murky water to see what they could recover. Even though the skull appeared to belong to a child, and the medical examiner ruled the cause of death a single gunshot wound to the head the remains weren't immediately identified and were sent to a lab for DNA testing. On Wednesday, the Virginia lab ruled their test inconclusive and requested more evidence. Right now, we have a murder case and also uh, Henry County has a, uh, a potential kidnapping case. Right now, two separate cases that have brought investigators from both sides of the state line together. There were no results for days, an agonizing wait for those who knew the Short family well everyone had held out hope that somehow jennifer would return safely even when it didn't seem likely you'll remember the circle c convenience store just a few yards away from the family's home it was there that the clerk who sold snacks to jennifer and customers inside found out the remains belonged to the missing nine-year-old have been determined to be positive match with the dna profile
2: i kept imagining you know that we rooted so hard for her to be alive, and who did this vicious act to her? What kind of a violent death she must have met. And that's so sad. to think you take a, a little child and do that to them. You know, she was only nine years old.
0: After six weeks, the Amber Alert, the frantic searches, the press conferences, and missing posters none of it was enough. The 9-year-old was buried alongside her parents' deputies who had spent weeks searching for her served as pallbearers, carrying the small white coffin with pink flowers on top at her funeral.
2: There was a little girl in this world that nobody knew before a tragedy. And then to see her poor community and a nation together like she did is just totally unreal.
0: Businesses who had put up missing posters changed their signs to remember Jennifer and people made the drive from Martinsville and Bassett, Virginia, to the bridge where her remains were found. Just to make closure with it, it's just hard to believe.
2: I felt like this is the route she took. Maybe she was still alive. She took the same route I did. And I just wondered what was going through her mind.
0: There's no way to know if it was the same route. It's not clear if Jennifer was still alive before her body was dumped in Rockingham County.
1: It just really rips you apart.
0: It's like, how could she end up here? Lisa's family remained involved with the case for years. Her father would sit on his porch, watching for suspicious drivers,
1: and invite deputies onto his property, even into his home as needed. Come and use my driveway, do whatever you have to, use my yard, use my house, find out what happened to this little girl because she did she became part of us she became part of our family and like so many others he waited for the closure that never came he had hoped before he passed away that they would find out who done this we always discussed it we always went over scenarios you know especially the one how did this little girl get from virginia to here why did she end up here in this area and it was always on his heart that he really wanted to know why she ended up here. Lisa says she only wishes her family could have found the 9-year-old sooner. I wish we would have found her body and not body parts because thinking back on it, you don't really know what happened to her. You don't really know what everything that was done to her because we all wanted to know what happened to this little girl and who could do such a horrific thing to her.
0: While we're at the property, Lisa tells me she doesn't know the couple who lives here now. It's hard to believe anyone would want to live here knowing what happened, so I knock on the door and introduce myself to Kathy Biggs.
2: Yeah, having the ponds and the ducks and being retired over here was really nice, you know, to, to get that. Mm-hmm.
0: So. And you were saying you have you have grandkids that come here?
2: Oh, yeah. I've got 11 grandkids total, and and they all love it. There were people that
0: were like... She moved here five years ago after buying the property from an online auction. She's crafty and filled her home with trinkets and things she's made, showing me a wall hanging of blue beads and lights she finished just the day before. You have a fun house here. You really do. You have a very fun house. And even though Kathy never met the shorts, never knew Jennifer, her story impacts her life, too.
2: We didn't tell the youngest grandkids what had happened, and, and, you know, when we first moved over here, I didn't want them to be scared of anything or, to, you know, to worry or anything. And, and so eventually we did tell them, and they're fine with it. They helped me decorate, you know, and, and, and we talk about Jennifer a lot, you know. Like one time we got some new ducks, and I said, now, Jennifer's spirit's here. She's going to love these ducks, you
0: know. Every year just before August 15th, Kathy makes sure the bridge where Jennifer's remains were found is taken care of. She calls NCDOT to make sure they mow the grass and lets people know that what happened to Jennifer hasn't been forgotten.
2: I put flowers and little figurines, and this year I'm planning on putting um, stuffed animals out there on the bridge. Something geared toward, you know, the children and kind of make it a happy place instead of a sad place. It's still a crime scene, and and it's it's not solved. And so there were people that were like, well, aren't you a little leery about living near the bridge? And I'm like, no, I I just feel like if her spirit's here, you know, I'm going to take care of it.
0: No one expects Kathy to do any of this, but she does it anyway year after year.
2: I really do. I feel like that her spirit is here, you know, and, and I know that you know, if it is, it's a welcome spirit, you know, and if, and if she's and you know, she's safe and, and... It's
0: emotional for you.
2: <laughs> yeah. If, I just know that if it was, if it was my child or my grandchildren, I would want somebody to take care of her spirit too, you know. I mean, this was her final resting place, more so to speak, you know, so.
0: On Episode 4 of Who Killed Jennifer Short.
2: There's always something that you wish you'd done differently.
0: The Henry County Sheriff's Office followed tips and leads, even tracking down their first named material witness out of the country. The twists and turns in their investigation taking them 5,000 miles away deputies say they're still following up on tips and they need your help. If you have any information that could help authorities, you're asked to call the FBI tip line at 1-800-225-5324. Who Killed Jennifer Short was written and reported by me, Tess Bargeber, edited and produced by Sam Walter. Our executive producer is Kevin Daniels. please subscribe to the podcast and tell your friends. A five-star rating helps get the word out, and maybe someone out there has the one clue to solve the case.
1: This has been a production of the Tribune Audio Network. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. (laughs)